So it was it was never a give up. It was just a small pivot. It wasn't a huge change. Change is daunting, but pivots, just a small turn in the direction can change your entire life's direction. Welcome back to another episode of The Burn. I am Ben Newman, and you know how we roll every single week. We're bringing you stories of athletes, entertainers, celebrities, coaches, individuals who have recognized that when you stay connected to that deep-rooted drive, that fire, that burn inside of you, it ignites your why and your purpose that then causes you to take the necessary action to perform at your highest possible level. You talk about performing at your highest possible level. We have my friend David Nurse with us today, author of Pivot and Go, author of the soon-to-be-released Breakthrough Blueprint, Guinness Book of World Records holder, which you know we got to talk about that, a coach to NBA players, stepping on stages across this country to deliver messages, to make an impact, to encourage people to get uncomfortable, to make their pivot in life, to be the best that they can be. And it's awesome to have the opportunity to call him friends. So, David, with that being said, welcome to The Burn. So excited to have you. Ben, man, you need to be my agent. If I can sign you to be my agent today, I will. That was an amazing introduction. I'm honored and blessed to be here, brother. Well, I appreciate the opportunity to have you. And here's where I really want to go to to start. So, you know, we go fast, we go quick. The Burn. Mm. When you think of that internal fire, right, you're, you're growing up in Iowa and we have mutual friends from Iowa. So when I when I say this, right, there's amazing things and athletes in Iowa. But you decided I want to go big, right? I want to have a big footprint. I mean, look at you. You're now and now in LA playing at fancy tennis clubs with our dear friend John Gordon all the time, <laughs> playing in pickup basketball games with Lewis Howes and, and Drew Hanlon. So you're living the big life, which I know you probably didn't imagine doing those things when you were uh, in Iowa. So what was it for you that, that, that as a kid growing up, you said, I've got this fire, I've got this burn, I'm going to work hard and make the most of my opportunities. Where does that come from for you? Man, that's a great question. You know what? I think it's always been the, just the, the why not me. Instead of thinking like, why me? I thought, why not me? Why, why can't I play in the NBA? This guy, John Stockton, who I worshipped and looked up to, or Steve Nash, they were doing it. They look like me. Why couldn't I do it? So I think the insatiable drive comes from just the, you know, there's a there's a little bit of a chip on your shoulder, too, when you go, come from a small town, you come from the Midwest, and you get overlooked. And I think a lot of it comes from that. But honestly, man, I think it, it really comes down to just having a gift and having a passion and understanding that, that, that God gave me this gift to be able to shoot a basketball. Like, that was his gift that he gave to me shoot a basketball. Now that's my that's my vehicle to be able to use as a platform which I've realized over the years sure I've went a, a lot of wrong turns on this on this journey of life that we're on but it's all taught me to lead me to this point. And that 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 drive and that gift of passion that he gives us all is is our greatest gratitude that we can give back to God is Searching for our awesome is what I call it. And that's 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 the epitome of finding your breakthrough when you know you are on you don't have just a job. Like I don't say I have a job. I don't say I have a career. I'm on a mission. 
And I know my mission is to help other people understand what I understood as a six-year-old boy who thought he was going to play in the NBA when his parents probably should have told him he should play golf or baseball or something like that. But you have this gift. Go get it. The worst thing you can do is stay in the same spot and don't do anything. You are never you are never staying the same. Like if you're not doing anything, you're going down. So take that step forward day after day. So I know that was kind of a long-winded answer, but overall wrapping that up, man, everybody out there, you have a gift. You have a God-given gift. And it is it is a detriment to you if you don't go search it and seek it and try to make that happen, no matter who's gonna tell you no. Because there will be so many people telling you no that you can't do it. And it's our choice to be able to listen to them and accept it or be able to tell them, you know what, why not me? Well, one of the things, you know, you think about pivots, and I think this is just incredible in terms of your story and Drew Hanlon's and the similarity there, is, you know, you mentioned all these things about the game of basketball. And at a certain period of time, it was over for you in terms of that NBA dream. For Drew Hanlon, same thing, it was over for the dream. But both of you decided our love for the game of basketball and what you knew and the work ethic that you could teach and instill in others was incredible. And so you've gone on to actually coach NBA players. And I think for everybody listening, I hope you're going to gain from this answer from David that just because you have to make this pivot or something changes, you don't have to choose to give up. So your love for the game of basketball has now enabled you – I mean – you're speaking at financial firms. I was a financial advisor. I speak for Advisors Excel. You're going to Advisors Excel for this unbelievable conference. They're so excited to have you in December. I actually did an interview with their CEO today, and they can't wait to have you for this conference. And so you've taken this transition of, okay, basketball, I didn't get to play in the NBA, but now I get to coach NBA players. But you've been able to shape and mold these messages and books and stand on these stages. So what was it for you where you said, I'm not giving up? Even though it might not be me wearing the uniform, I'm going to help other people with their dreams and still enjoy it and love this game. Yeah, Ben, let me tell you a story to paint that picture for you. So imagine this guy growing up in the small cornfield, small town cornfields of Iowa, myself, and thinking I was going to play in the NBA. So literally, I poured everything I had, no backup plan, to play in the NBA. And I grinded my way to play college basketball, and I played overseas, which sounds cool on the surface, but it's more like the Will Ferrell semi-pro type of league than it was actual overseas professional basketball. And and I'm playing in Spain, in the northern region, Basque Spain, where they don't even speak Spanish, and I get cut from this team. So think about everything that I have done in my entire life had been on the trajectory in my mind to play in the NBA. Now, not only is it taken away from me, but I'm not even close to it, man. It's turned upside down and my face is rubbed in the dirt. So I come back and I'm living on my parents' recliner chair at the time they were living in Kansas City and I'm feeling bad for myself and I'm feeling, you know, woe is me, this didn't work out, this was my dream and it's taken away, I need to give up, I need to, you know, I could go in and take this job, I had this offer from a friend to go work in commercial real estate, good money, but wasn't, wasn't something that was going to juice me up every morning and I was kicked back on that recliner chair and my mom would always say these motivational and inspirational quotes and she was doing dishes i remember vividly but usually you know it's it's whatever mom in one ear out the other ear she said this one that stuck with me she said david when one door closes four open in an entire beachfront patio overlooking the ocean and I, it caught me off guard i was like i thought it was one door and one door but but what she was saying <laughs> is 
if a door closes, that's just an opportunity for so much more to open up. So my whole life had been poured into playing in the NBA, and I made that realization on that day that all these two-a-days film study extra work that I was putting in to teach this to myself was actually to teach others with more God-given abilities, athleticism, and seven-foot height to be able to reach their goals to the NBA. So it was, it was never a give up. It was just a small pivot. It wasn't a huge change. Change is daunting, but pivots, just a small turn in the direction can change your entire life's direction. I think that's where a lot of us get caught up. We think if we fail at something that it's over. But on average, of people that have become billionaires, like billionaires, like with a B, they've gone through 7.2 massive failures. Whether it was Colonel Sanders getting his chicken, his famous chicken KFC turned down 1,009 times. Or Macy's, the, the Macy's guy that has a Macy's Day Parade, he failed, he flopped five times, he went bankrupt. Like, this is the stuff people don't see. But these are not these are not just thrown away. These are life learning lessons. We can learn through anything. Sure, it feels good to learn through the success. That's momentum builds momentum. Use that. But also the failures, that is the best way to learn. That is the best way to grow. And it's never a give up. It's just a small pivot. So that's how I got on my trajectory to realize, you know what? Me not being able to dunk a basketball in the NBA, we're probably not going to work out. Now I'm going to coach in the NBA. I love it. it. It's incredible the story that you've written, which has turned into incredible books. I know you have your next book coming, which is how we're going to finish talking about Breakthrough Blueprint. But before we get there, tell us about this Guinness book, uh, this Guinness <laughs> book of world records. So how did you yeah. find yourself there, which I'm sure you anticipated you would be there growing up in Iowa as well? Yeah. So funny story is, I mean, all I could do was shoot. I was telling you, that's my God given ability to shoot a basketball. And I wanted to get into the NBA. So I figured, you know what? I can't just say, hey, I'm going to outwork everybody because everybody can't outwork everybody. I had to find my, my niche, my, my, my lane that I would just be the best in. So I was like, all right, all I can do is shoot. I think I can teach it. Why not become the best shooting coach there is? So I thought, okay, I'm going to do these camps all over the country. And I, I ordered these balls from China with this with this line down the middle so you could see the rotation and had them sent out to the Oakland seaport. I jump in my car, drive 29 hours out there, put them in my car. And I, I'm literally been, I'm, I'm spending the next five, six years of my life sleeping in my car, well-lit Walmart parking lots, staying with, crashing with friends, just loving it though. Loving the, just the journey of trying to become the best shooting coach possible. And I figured, you know, this whole social media craze is coming on now and the videos are huge. What if I set a world record for most three-pointers made? That would probably solidify me as a reputable source as a shooting coach. And I looked it up and there was no world record. There was none. So I was like, all right, we're going to do this thing. We're going to do this thing. We're going to put it up on YouTube. We're going to pump it out there. I'm going to send it to ESPN, all this, play, all these places. And we were probably in the gym for, man, five hours before we finally get it. I'd always miss on that last one or the second to last one and drive me nuts. But finally, I broke the, the what I thought I could do. I didn't miss a shot. And like the ball barely hit the ground. But so we, so we send it into ESPN. ESPN picks it up pumps it out there and it's getting pumped out there as this Guinness world Re world record. Funny thing is I never called Guinness. It was never like officially a Guinness world record. I just wanted to create <laughs> that buzz. And the, the best part is, is about a year down the road, Guinness sends me this email like, Hey, this is not an official Guinness world record. If you want to do this, you have to do this again with a Guinness person viewing it. But 
hey, that was all oh the that was all the validation I needed, man. If they're gonna reach out to me, that's how I know I'm doing something right. So that's what. How many three pointers was it? It was twenty in a minute. One ball, one ball, only one ball. So uh, big credit to the rebounder. Like if the rebounder doesn't snap those things out there, that's yeah. But that's what I'm saying, man. Use your gift. You can you you can shoot that thing. That's all I could do. So all right, all right. So let let let's pivot now using uh, your terminology. <laughs> Break breakthrough blueprint, right? So you've talked about some breakthroughs. You're growing up in Iowa. Mindset breakthroughs. Mm. Facing challenge and adversity in your career. What you thought was the dream and then your mother instills in you that the dream is going to be something else, honey, but hang in there and walk through all these doors. So you've had these breakthroughs. Now you have breakthrough blueprint. What's the premise for the book? Why did you write it? And what are we going to learn and how are we going to have breakthroughs in our life from building our blueprints from it? Yeah, so breakthroughs are such an abstract term that we really can't grasp or figure out like what is a breakthrough and and how do you create them? They're kind of like just these little happy accidents that happen. You're like, yeah, sweet. Hope that happens again. But there's really a tried and true formula that you can put together and live in the breakthrough mode. Now, I'm not saying you're going to have this massive breakthrough every day, but you are setting yourself up for a big breakthrough to come, small breakthroughs to come. And that that formula, we have to have a formula. This is a guide, is confidence plus cooperation plus service, plus purpose with relentless consistency, meaning relentless consistency, you're doing it day after day after day after day. So if you live in those four quadrants, if you hit on those every day, and when I say confidence, so I'll I'll talk about each point just briefly, it's never what you think it is. Everything is a small kind of a pivot, a perspective. Confidence is not about our results. Confidence is not about our resumes, about our stats, the trophies we get. It's all about the self-awareness of understanding who we are and what like what we are doing on this earth. Like what is that that gift that we talked about? That's where your confidence is, the self-awareness. Cooperation, you can't do it alone. We know we can't do it alone. We need great people around us. We all have these strengths and we all have weaknesses. And a lot of times the world will tell us we are defined by our weaknesses, but we're not. That's just a compliments wish list. You add these strengths, like the Bulls, 98 Bulls. You got Jordan, you got Rodman, Pip, and Kerr. They're not all superstars, but they are the best at their strengths. That's what makes a great team. So you find these people. You find these people like you, Ben, like John Gordon, like Ed Milet, that we come together with because we know we are getting better through the team that we have. So confidence cooperation, service. Now, you have yourself and you have your team. Now, what the heck are you doing? If you're doing it for yourself, if you're doing it for, hey, I'm going to make this much money this year or this is what people are going to say about me, this is how many followers I have, you'll be miserable. Nobody in the history of ever has put their, their, their hope and joy in a bank account and been happy. It just doesn't happen. But it's all service. It's all the service mentality and it's all genuine service. And when you do that, like, Ask somebody, would you rather get a Christmas gift or give? They always say give, but in reality, they're always wanting to get. So when you give and when you can fully fully just divorce yourself with a thinking it's all about you, it's about other people, that's when true breakthroughs happen. And then you just do it day after day after day after day after day. It's not, it's not something crazy. I'm not saying, hey, do this morning routine that lasts four hours and then your evening routine is going to start and you're going to have to biohack your way here. It's really just seamless steps, actionable steps that you can implement daily that I outline in the book that leads you into this breakthrough mode. Well, you know, 
What excites me about the book coming out is, you know, there are so many individuals, they, they sit on the sidelines, they wait for the right opportunity, they, mm. they don't want to get uncomfortable, they kind of try to search for that easy way. And, you know, I always like to say that it's, you know, everybody will tell you how great they want to be, but it's your action that tells the real story. And so hearing that you put this together in a format where people will design, have the ability to take action, to understand the importance of the consistency of their action is powerful. It's going to drive major breakthroughs. And and uh, I know John has told you in the past the book, so that one's not it. That one's not it. This one is it. This <laughs> That's is funny. Be one Thanks, man. He does say that too, which is great. It's great that you brought that up. Hey, let me touch on one point real quick on how you were saying, like, giving these tools to be able to do so. Please. So a lot of people will talk about the why, and it's been made famous, you know, find your why and these great Simon Sinek talks and everything. But I'm more of a how guy. Like, I want actionable tools to be able to implement into my life. So that confidence is figuring out the who. So to find the how, Think about this. To find the how, you can't just say how. Like you got to figure out how to get there, and that's through the the who, the confidence. That's through the where, your team. Where's your team? That's through the what, the true service, and that's through the why, which is your purpose with relentless consistency. That leads to the how. Because I'm gonna throw it way back to here on you, Ben. It's also pre-Socratic. So you know all the the Socrates stuff and the philosophical talk has been great, big with Stoicism. But before that. Before these guys, there was this word called techne. And techne simply means the art of doing. But that got lost in the whole flow of all the, the, the Socrates, the Aristotle, the Plato. And it turned into the word episteme, which means knowledge. So what I'm saying is there's a huge difference in this knowledge, knowing, versus doing. And you can be the one that takes this techne and takes this doing and implements it into your life. Because far too many of us take in all these podcasts, take in all these books, oh, this is great, but then you don't do anything with it. So that's what living in the breakthrough mode is about. I love it. I love it. Well, I'm so excited for, for you for the book. I'm excited for you to make it to St. Louis. I know on, on your show is many people listen we talked about me being a chef and so you got to come to st louis for some food i got to make it out to la to uh to hang with the fellas and uh, i appreciate you you're making a significant impact on the world and i love how you've gone from you know i, I went from business into sports and now do both you've gone from sports into business and you're doing both and i think it's fun to see another journey of somebody chasing his dreams i'm chasing my dreams every day to fight to make this impact and I feel like we're in this fight together, and, and I appreciate you, brother. Amen, man. Why not us? And then we lead others. Leaders lead others. And I'm going to come down there to St. Louis for a Royals, Cardinals, I-70 series. Tell you to whip up the ribs, and it's <laughs> yes. on, man. It's on. Ben, I thank you big time, man. Thank you no, so much no, for having no. me on. Thank you, and uh, thank you for joining us for The Burn. You know, every week we're connecting you to that fire from somebody else. If maybe you haven't just found yours yet of what that example looks like to show up, understand that burn, which lights that why and purpose on fire every day, that causes you to take that action, that consistent action, which drives those breakthroughs that David talked about that you're gonna learn more about in the Breakthrough Blueprint. So stay connected every single day to that burn. Please share this with somebody who needs it, somebody who's looking for that extra opportunity for them to have more clarity to stay connected to what drives them to make a difference. We'll see you next week.
This episode of The Burn Podcast is powered by BenNewmanCoaching.com, your number one source for increasing consistency in your life and building the mental toughness habits required to live the life of your dreams. From self-paced courses to live coaching with Ben and everything in between, head over to BenNewmanCoaching.com and join the thousands of members working to unlock their peak performance every day.